0: Hi everyone, this is 2. You're listening to Season 12, Episode 5 of the GNU World Order. Now in the future, in the near future, I'm going to do, an, do an, a show, an episode on Find, on the Find Utility. I've mentioned this for the past two episodes, so you're probably aware of it. If you haven't sent me in your cool find tip or trick, do so before I record the next show. Um, but before I go into that, I figured maybe it would be a good idea to talk about Zargs or Xargs, however you say it. Not really sure, but Xargs, a that's X A R G S, all one string. Zargs, it's it's kind of I wouldn't say synonymous with find, but but. But it's it's often coupled with Find. And I don't know the history of Zargs, really. I'm not sure if it came about before Find was fully developed or if it's just another thing that does a similar job. Not really sure what its what its history is. And and I I say a similar job because Find has a Zarg like function built into it. And I probably, depending on what people send in, if if they if if you, dear listener, send me a tip in with Zargs, then I will cover Zargs in the find episode. I do not otherwise plan to cover Zargs at all in the find episode because, like I say, find has it built in. So just if you do like a find dash well find dot for for the path, and then dash i name quote I don't know asterisk asterisk uh, XML close quote, that that, re, that returns a bunch of listings, right? So now if you pipe that or rather if you do a dash exec and then do let's say an LS dash L curly brace curly brace semicolon to end the string, or actually a backslash semicolon, then that takes everything that find found and 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 passes it over to LS dash L. So The dash exec function in find, or or argument, or option rather, in find is exactly what Zargs does because if we do that same thing, find dot dash iname, quote, asterisk, asterisk xml, close quote, and then instead of doing the dash exec, we do a pipe Zargs ls dash l, that accomplishes the exact same thing. If we hit return, it, it lists dash l, long lists all the results of the find command. So there's some duplication of, of effort there, I guess. Now, interestingly, if you do a time in front of those two commands, like if I do time and then find with the dash exec, I find that it takes 0.173 seconds. If I do a time in front of the find which I pipe to zargs, I discover that it takes a mere 0.016 seconds. So that's... that's kind of interesting. Um, it's... it's I, I, I assume that that might actually matter at some point in my life. I mean, that's not... to me, 0.17 and 0.017 seconds are basically the same thing. So anyway, the zargs command is, is, is usually coupled with find. That's what people normally think of when they think of zargs i think that they normally think of oh that's something that you use with the output of find because that's just you know when you're looking up how to use find when you're early uh, in your linux usage that's what you find is is that you is that people tell you to pipe something to zargs because they think it's a cool trick and it is it's a nice little trick but there are other, or not other uses, I mean, zargs is what what it is, but you don't have to use it with the find command is the first thing that I'm here to tell you. And then the, the other thing is that it's, it's got some unique little tricks up its sleeve that you might not really, might not think about all the time. So if you do, for instance, an ls of a directory, okay, I've got, actually I'm going to do ls-l and then I'm going to pipe it to wc-l. Okay, so I've got 13 items in this directory. So now if I do an ls and then I pipe that to zargs, I can do an interesting little trick called dash dash max dash args, and I'll put 2 in. It's not going to work exactly correct because I have 13 items, but anyway. So I'll do dash dash max dash args 2, after my zargs argument, or command, and I'll hit return, and if you look at the output, which you can't see, but if you try this at home and you look at the output, you'll probably see what's happening. What's happening is that it's passing each with it, each iteration, as it were, of of passing the arg uh, of passing the output to zargs, it places it in in groups of two. So I have if I have foo bar and baz in a directory, and I do an ls pipe zargs dash dash max dash args two, then I get on one line bar space baz as as the output of the ls command, and then I have another on another line uh, just foo alone because I had an uneven amount of a number of of items in this directory and it's obviously listing them alphabetically. Now I'm not really sure how you would mimic that behavior with with for instance find or a for loop. I I can't I can't think of a, a of an easy way to do that without zargs. Now at the same time I also can't think of a of a time that you would actually need it. I mean I certainly haven't required that functionality yet, but I I'm not necessarily saying I'll never need it. I think it's a pretty cool feature. Another cool feature that I kind of, I know that I certainly do a lot of checks for these kinds of things in scripts, is the dash dash no dash run dash if dash empty argument, or just dash r. So if you if you do some action, and that action returns nothing, an empty result, then your zargs command will not run. This uh, is not such a big deal if all you're doing is an ls dash l of something, but, but it's kind of nice as a, as a as a check in case there is something that you don't want to have happen upon an empty return. Now, one really cool thing that you can do with it is is you can redirect output into a, a holding variable, and then you can give it new commands, to do stuff with whatever you put into that variable. And again, it's it's kind of it's it's iterative, so it's going to, it's going to. It's going to run your command, whatever it is. We're using ls, and then it's going to give you give you the output of each, you know, line by line of ls, or two line by two line if you did a max args of two, or you know, and so on. So what's kind of cool is that you can do, for instance, an ls pipe zargs dash capital I, and that is for whatever reason the the initial that they chose for dash dash replace so i just i think everyone pretty much just uses the capital i and i don't know where they came up with i for replace but that's what it is so dash i and then let's let's do a uh, a percent sign because nobody uses percent for anything else in unix so we'll just do percent and then we'll do an echo percent space percent .aug Sounds weird, but but you'll see what I'm doing in a moment. And then I'll just press return. And then on the in the, as the output you get bar space bar dot aug, baz dot foo dot uh, space foo dot. So if we did instead of an echo on that one, we did a for instance a move, and now we do an ls, we have bar dot aug, baz dot, and foo dot in our directory. And that's kinda neat because it's a really easy way to potentially, uh, you know, apply some kind of change to something without delving into a whole complete for loop. Now you could do a for loop, you know, you could have done, just done a for i in, um, you know, everything in this folder. So asterisk, semicolon, move, dollar sign i, dollar sign i dot og, semicolon done and that would have done the same thing in fact if i do that now it uh, it does that so now i've got bar.og.og baz.og.og foo.og.og but you you don't have to do that if you if you have zargs on your side you can just do an ls and then pipe and then zargs so that's kind of handy for for bulk renaming that kind of thing and that's basically what zargs is i mean if you if you use it as a post processor essentially you can do all kinds of weird things so right now i'm i've because i've done a zargs trick and a for loop I, i've i'm left with these this foo.og.og bar.og.og and baz.og.og so using just ls and zargs again well maybe another tool as well um, i'm going to rename them back to the originals which is foo bar and baz so if i do an ls uh, pipe zargs dash, 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 --max dash args equals one, and then I say dash capital I percent, so we're sending it into a variable called percent, and then do an echo percent percent, we know that I get, essentially, the names of those files twice with uh, two per, per iteration. So bar.og.og, bar.og.og, baz.og.og, space baz.og.og, baz.og.og. And so on. Okay, so if we then pipe that, pipe the output of that to a cut, we'll do a cut delimited by dots. And if we just if we just do that, we see, uh, and we'll do a field of one. We have we we get just the just the names that we wanted, but it's kind of the wrong end we because we want to start with the old names and then end up with those names but the cool thing about cut is that you can go from you can go forward right to left or you can go left to right so instead of saying well we're going to cut just the fir- we're just going to print the first field we're going to say we're going to print all the fields except for the last 3 and that gives us on uh, each line uh, bar.og.og space bar baz.og.og space baz, foo.og.og space foo. So that's what we want. So the only thing left to do after that, then, is to send it back to zargs. So we'll do a pipe zargs. We'll do a max, a dash, dash... Well, I'll just do that first. So if we we do that, we see that it, it then returns, just as expected, bar.og.og space bar space baz.og.og space baz space foo dot 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 space foo all in one line. That's obviously not what we want. So we want to do we want to put it back to max args equals two. And that gives us our nice little layout again. And now we know that we can do a move. And if I do an ls now, sure enough I have bar baz and foo. So I've processed pretty much with list, Zargs, and cut. I've processed these files from foobarbaz to foo.og, and etc. Et and then with a for loop, I screwed it up with a foo.og.og, and then using list zargs, and cut, I sent it back to foobar and baz. And it's, it's been one command for each thing. So obviously if you're if you're dealing with a series of of directories with a bunch of files, this is really, really handy, and, and, I mean, it really just depends on your workflow and what you're trying to do. But it could be that this is useful. This is a useful technique, possibly. Possibly not. I don't know. But, but it is one way to get around, you know, some typical kind of cutting up output and, and dicing it up. You might normally do that with awk, or you might do it with grab or cut. Uh, and this this sometimes, this is another tool for that kind of processing. So that's about everything I know about zargs. It's not something that I use a whole lot. I tend to default to the find-exec, but zargs is pretty neat once you get your head around it. I think the hardest thing for me about zargs was where does the variable go? Like that was all, you know, because we're used to having a command and then the thing that you were operating upon. But zargs reads from standard out, or there's uh, standard in, so so where's the argument? You know, you, you think, well, okay, I've just done zargs, and then I just type move, you know, like move what? Well, move the thing that it's the you know the 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 line of text that it has just received, and that that's a really difficult concept to get your head around if you're not really if you haven't done a little bit of practice, because you think, there's no way that zargs-dash-max-args2 and then mv is going to actually do anything, because mv is going to insist that it needs a source and a destination. And so what you have to kind of realize is that, well, zargs has pulled in those source and destination, and is saying, okay, I've got this part of my command, I've got the arguments of the commands, what what's the command and then it, and then you would just type in oh move so and there actually is an interactive mode for Zargs as well I think it's dash P maybe Zargs dash capital P no um, let's try Zargs dash dash interactive yeah that's it um, unfortunately I don't really know how to use it because I I don't tend to use um, to use the interactive mode, but there is one, and you can you can play around with that, I guess. But, yeah, there you go. That's, the, that's Zargs, and now we don't have to talk about it in the Find episode. Wasn't that clever? So, I'm in Boston right now, and uh, send me in your Find tips before I record the next episode, and if you don't, that's okay, I'll come up with plenty of my own. Thanks for listening, talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the GNU World Order Cast. This has been Clatu. You can reach me on IRC. I'm on the free node network, usually in channels such as OGcast Planet, Slacker Media, Slackware, a couple of others. My nick on IRC is not Clatu. You can also reach me lately on Mastodon. My username there is at Clatu at Mastodon.xyz. Of course, you can email me at clatu@member.fsf.org. at member.fsf.org. That's clatu@member.fsf, at member.fsf, as in Free Software Foundation, .org. And, of course, you can visit my various websites, gnuworldorder.info and slackermedia.info. I will see you next time.